Get ready for unique, rare, and little-known treasures from the golden age of radio. You're listening to The Amazing World of Radio with Adam Graham. This is Adam Graham, and we are continuing our series of Mr. and Mrs. Blandings. And this is part of our summer series chosen by the Patreon supporters of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio at patreon.greatdetectives.net. The original air date on today's program is May the 13th, 1951, and the title is Anniversary for Three. Presenting Cary Grant and Betsy Drake as Mr. and Mrs. Blanding in a new series based on Eric Hodgins' best-selling novels, Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House and Blanding's Way. Mr. and Mrs. Blanding, starring Cary Grant and Betsy Drake. some strange reason, wives make a fetish of anniversaries. All sorts of anniversaries. The first date, the first kiss, even the first quarrel. But husbands are apt to forget these vital statistics. Upon such occasions, the wife cries out, Elephants can remember. Why can't you? To which the husband replies, I'm not an elephant. (laughs) But this sort of rejoinder, though dignified, is scarcely a defense. I'm a mouse. And so it behooves husbands... Jim Blanding, for example, to remember any and all anniversaries. That's why we find him now trying to prove that he hasn't forgotten what Muriel is trying to remind him of. Well, don't be ridiculous, Muriel. How can I ever forget that? But we haven't even discussed what that is. Oh, I beg your pardon. Well, let's go back to the beginning of this conversation. Well, go back. You go first. No, you go. <laughs> Age before beauty. Youth before distinguished. You win. I started the conversation by saying, but you won't be home for dinner tomorrow night. Go on. Then you looked very fuddled, and I said, don't you remember what always happens in May? And then you said, of course. And I said, what? And that's when you got angry and said, don't be ridiculous, Muriel, and so forth. All right. All right, you remember. Let us say no more about it. A good idea. But I tell you, if you have forgotten... Muriel, I have not forgotten... Muriel, where's my toothbrush? It's there, dear. My toothbrush is orange. There's no orange toothbrush here. That's right. I bought you a new green one. (laughs) Didn't consult me. (laughs) No. Let me think. Mm. What is happening tomorrow night? Why can't I think of it? Talking to yourself, dear? Hmm? No, no, talking to that man in the mirror. (laughs) 
I remember. Good old me, never forget. What, 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 what? Oh, uh, go back to sleep, Muriel. Weren't you talking just there? Who were you talking to? Uh, you were talking in your sleep, dear, and I answered. <laughs> really? Oh, thank you. Go back to sleep, dear. Go back to sleep, Muriel. <laughs> When Mrs. Blandings mentioned our anniversary to you, for goodness sakes, don't tell her that you know I remember what she thinks I don't remember. Because if you, if you do, you see, that won't be good, because I don't want her to think I know. Would you mind repeating that, please? Lord, <laughs> I'm in a hurry. Now, when Mrs. Blandings mentions our anniversary, she thinks I've forgotten it. We're celebrating it tonight. Oh, really? Well, that's the second time this year. <laughs> you like the idea or the champagne? <laughs> now, Lord, this is not our wedding anniversary. This is the anniversary of the night that I proposed to Mrs. Blandings. Now, remember, I haven't said a word. Understand? Goodbye. No, I don't understand, Mr. Blandings. Jim! Oh, Jim. Oh, you missed him. He thought you might want to sleep late. Oh, dear, I wanted to remind him about tonight. <laughs> I believe he knows. He does? I have a feeling he didn't. And eggs toast or scrambled this morning, Mrs. Blanding? Soft-boiled. A toast or muffins? Rye crisp. Coffee, coffee, or coffee? <laughs> I beg your pardon, Maura. Uh, nothing. I, I just want to be a three-time loser. Oh, uh, Maud, plan a simple dinner tonight. Mr. Blandings won't be here. Simple dinner for the children, you mean? For me, too. You'll be here? Oh, yes. Well, that's very strange, if you'll forgive my saying so. I, I... Really? I never go to the dentist with Mr. Blandings. The dentist? Why, yes. Every six months, he has a standing appointment to go to the dentist after work to have his teeth cleaned. Then he stays in town and has dinner afterwards. Both you and Mr. Blandings are trying to pull my leg. <laughs> if this keeps up, one of them is going to be three feet longer than the other. <laughs> Margaret. I want that letter to go in, Mail. Now, uh, take a note. Oh, yes, Mr. Blanding. Now, after you reserve the table at Mama Macaroni's Italian Restaurant, then call Ann Hagen's Flower Shop and order, uh, uh let's see, uh, uh, a bouquet of tiny roses. Charming thought. Macaroni bouquet, all right. Uh, Mr. Blanding, after that, shall I call Mrs. Blanding's and check with her about meeting you? Oh, I don't think that's necessary. Oh, but she might have forgotten. She reminded me of it only last night. See, we've met at Mama Macaroni's restaurant for this anniversary every year since the night I proposed. I'll never forget it. Oh, how romantic. I bet you were excited. I must have been. I slipped the ring on the breadstick. <laughs> well, then, of course, Mrs. Blandings will be there. Oh, of course. She won't forget. Mrs. Landing? Yes, Maud, what is it? I thought you might want me to press a dress or something. Why, no, thank you, Maud. I help you to prepare to go into New York to meet Mr. Blanding. But I'm not going into New York, Maud. Still pulling my leg, huh? I'm going to need one very long garter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everett. What time is it? Oh, getting late, Mr. Blanding. It's almost six. Mm. Oh, it's such a nice evening. I just have time to walk to the restaurant. Now, before I leave, help me think of a poem to go with the bouquet. Oh, I'm very bad at that sort of thing. No talent. Ah, but Margaret, you have keen critical judgment. Now, see what you think of this. Um, you're a mother, pal, and sweetheart, all rolled into one. Put them all together, and, uh... You must weigh a ton. <laughs> no, no, Margaret. Never mind, never mind. I'll think of something. But the flowers will be at the restaurant, won't they? Yes, a messenger will bring them over. Have a nice time, Mr. Blanding. Thank you, Margaret. Good night. Operator, may I have New York, please? Circle 45283. Mr. Blanding's office, please. Oh, this is Mr. Blanding's office. Oh, Margaret Mudge. This is Mrs. Blanding. Oh, hello, Mrs. Blanding. I was just about to leave the office. You caught me in time. Well, I just called to check about Mr. Blanding's appointment. I had a hunch he wouldn't remember. Oh, he didn't forget. He left to walk over there about 20 minutes ago. Good. Oh, Mrs. Blanding, Dr. Watson, Mr. Blanding's dentist, called to verify an appointment for the night with Mr. Blanding. Would you know anything about that? I told him there must be some mistake. You mean to say he isn't going to the dentist? Well, no. He's meeting you at Mama Macaroni's restaurant to celebrate your anniversary. But that isn't until next week. What will I do? Oh, well, don't worry, Mrs. Blanding. I'll call the restaurant and leave a message. They'll ask him to call you. Thank you, Margaret. Uh, goodbye, Mrs. Blanding. I'm sorry about the mix-up. Oh, it's all right. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Macaroni's Italian restaurant, and Papa Macaroni speaking. Oh, hello, I'm calling for Mr. James Blanding. Oh, yes? I made a reservation for Mr. and Mrs. Blanding earlier in the day. Oh, yes? They're going to celebrate an anniversary at your restaurant. Oh, yes, I'm all ready. I got a beautiful wedding of pizza. And on top, I love you with the spelled out of the spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage, that's such a beautiful thing. Are you the Mrs. Blanding? No, I'm not. Now, listen. Mrs. Blanding will not be there. You're not the Mrs. Blanding? Then who are you, please? You've got such a pretty voice. Would you ask Mr. Blanding when he arrives to call Mrs. Blanding at home? Oh, you've got such a pretty voice. Who are you? Yes, I got the message, but who should I say you gave it to me? Uh, never mind. Be sure to tell Mr. Blanning to call his home. That's a very pretty voice. Goodbye. Why don't you tell me? Hmm. Who are you talking to, Papa? Uh, uh, business, Mama. Uh, yes, I hear a very pretty business. Uh, Mama, please, don't hear me. Oh, Mama, my. please, I've got to give I a message. You, so, I... Mama, put down the coffin. I'll put it down, Papa, right under your head. But I gotta give a message to you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Macaroni, what's happened? Poor oh, Papa. I'm Jim Blandings, Mama Macaroni. You remember me. What happened? Can I do anything to help? You are who? Jim Blandings. Out of the way, sir. I have to get a stretcher to the door. Oh, oh I'm not going Well, what happened? I hit the Papa with a little coffee pot. Any coffee in it? What a cup. Oh, oh. Honest, mister, I didn't know it was loaded. I <laughs> deserve him right for talking that way to pretty girl. I won him. Hmm? Who are you? I told you, I'm Jim Blandings. I'm here to have dinner with my wife. She'll be here any minute. All right, all right. But until she come, you'll no make eyes at pretty girl or I give it to you with my coffee pot. All right. Well, if the worst comes to the worst, Mama, remember one thing. What's that? I just take one lump. <laughs> <laughs> Forces frontier outpost in the Aleutians to the garrison at the Panama Canal, from Korea to the training camps at home. Yes, in many parts of the world today, you'll find the vigilant men of our armed forces. Daily, these men are protecting the heritages that each of us treasures so dearly. And during National Defense Week, the nation honors all branches of the service for the magnificent job they are doing. They're showing the rest of the world how strongly we believe in all our freedoms. The freedom to worship as we choose, to speak our own minds, and to enter a job of our own choice. These men are also adding a greater glory, a greater dignity to such documents as the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution of the United States, and the Bill of Rights. It is only right that we, the nation, should honor the men whose job it is to defend these American heritages. And as members of the armed forces return to their homes from posts overseas or within the continental United States, TWA, Transworld Airlines, feels that it has a special privilege and duty to extend to these men the same respect, honor, and courtesy which they so courageously defend for us. And because of the special kinship between men and women with wings, TWA today salutes the airmen of the Air Forces, the Army, the Navy, the Marine Corps, and the Coast Guard, who stand watch for us wherever and whenever duty calls. Now, the second act of Mr. and Mrs. Blanding, starring Cary Grant and Betsy Drake. Poor, sensitive Jim Blanding. He tried so hard not to forget that he remembered an anniversary a week in advance. Papa Macaroni, who was to have told Jim to call Muriel, has been brained with a coffee pot. And so, Muriel is waiting in vain for a telephone call from Jim. And Jim, in Mama Macaroni's restaurant, is waiting in vain for Muriel. Uh, good evening, Mr. Blandings. You expect Mrs. Blandings? Oh, yeah, she should be here quite soon. Oh, tonight. Now, you, uh, you like, uh, you like a four and now, senor? No, no, I'll wait for my wife. She'll be here any second. <laughs> Uh, 
Look, you sure you know you like for all some things, senor? No, thank you. Mrs. Vanley should be here any minute now. You change your mind, senor, about to make order drink. How long have I been here? Just about an hour, senor. Mm. Bring me a dubonet. You like for all your dinner, senor. I beg I say you like for all your dinner. No, no. But bring me some change, please. If I may use your telephone, I'll call my house, find out what's happened. Uh, well, look who's here. Peekaboo. Hmm? What? Well, take your hands away from my eyes. Who is it? Yes. Muriel, you borrowed more perfume. For shame. Wrong guess. Try again. Mm. Mama Macaroni? Try again. Mother? <laughs> well, now, really. Well, if you'll take your hands away from my eyes, then I can guess. Hello there. Surprised to see me? Why, uh, yes. <laughs> you don't remember me. Yes, I do. You're, uh, uh... Well, of course. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lettuce Nightingale Trap. Now... Here tonight to discuss dropping the trap. That is Nightingale, upon my word. Mm-hmm. Remember that Sunday school picnic before you went off to college? Oh, what a gay blade you were, and what a time we had. Oh, you haven't changed a bit, Charlie. No, I'm Jim. Oh, Jim. Remember that robo drifting away from everyone? No, that was Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, of course. How is he? I haven't the faintest idea. Uh, what are you doing here this evening? I am celebrating an anniversary. What a Quincy Quan. So am I. Second anniversary of trying to get a fair property settlement from my husband. Oh, that is a Quincy Quan. Tell me, when was the first anniversary? Last week. <laughs> Mind if I join you when my lawyer arrives? Well, I was just about to call my wife. Oh, and, we'll do it in a minute. She won't mind. Memory of old times. Maud, I think it's most peculiar that Mr. Blanding hasn't telephoned yet. He must have gotten the message almost two hours ago. He was acting very strange before he left this morning. Don't be an idiot, Maud. He's simply talking about the anniversary he thinks we're having. And you should have had the good sense to tell me about it. But he told me not to tell you. Do you realize that if you had told me his teeth would be clean by now? <laughs> I'd better telephone the restaurant and find out what's happened. <laughs> Macaroni's Italian restaurant. Mama Macaroni speaking. Is Mr. Blanding there? Who? Mr. Jim Blanding. His secretary reserved a table for him and Mrs. Blanding. And I... Oh, Blanding, of course. And yes, yes, he's here celebrating. Very sweet. Very oh, sweet. Then may I? 
Oh, marriage is so beautiful. You should see them. Them? See, see. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Blandy. He's been so nice to her. He's with Mrs. Blandy? Oh, see. She's a very pretty blonde hair. Oh, Mrs. Blandy. But Mrs. Blandy is here. No, she's not. She's here. She's me. She's a you. She isn't her. Oh, men are all alike. Shall I hit him for you? I got the coffee pot right here. <laughs> or do you want to speak to him first? No, I do not want to speak to him. And don't hit him with the coffee pot. I want to do that myself. <laughs> You're not paying attention, Charlie. But, Levis, I'm Jim. I'm not Charlie. Honey, are you sure you were on that Sunday school picnic? No, I'm not. And why did you say you were? I didn't say so. You did. Well, I don't think you were. Well, I don't think I was. <laughs> I know you, don't I? Uh, please. What did you say your husband's name was? Lawrence Trapp. Did I say that? No, you didn't. Well, I know Lawrence Pratt. Did he introduce you to me? Yes, I remember now. We met at the theater one I mean, night and... You certainly were going out of your way to make me feel very silly. I thought you were Charlie. I was not going out of my way to make you feel silly. You certainly were. I certainly were not, was not. <laughs> you thought I was Charlie. I didn't. Mr. Blanty, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, now, Mama, put down that coffee pot. But men are all alike. I'm ashamed before you. And so am I. Really, Charles. I told her your wife, Mr. Blandy. She was uh, very angry when I talked to her on the phone. Oh, is she on the phone now? Excuse me, I'll answer it right away. She hung up. I'll call her back. She'll hang up. Excuse me. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Operator, operator, get me Lansdale, Connecticut, please. Lansdale, 431, ring two. Yes, I'll wait. Huh? Oh, how much? Oh, all right. <laughs> hello? Oh, hello, Muriel. This is Jim. Oh, don't hang up. She hung up. <laughs> what a bore for you. Let's go and have dinner. That is, I don't want to discuss Charlie anymore. Come on, be a sport. You used to be a sport. That is, you are gravely mistaken. I never was a sport. Hello, Mrs. Trapp. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Twin. Uh, Jim, this is my lawyer. You're the correspondent in this case? By the what? Mr. Twin, this is Mr. Blanding. Uh, well, how do you do? I haven't time to waste, Blanding. Let's get right down to business. Is it true that you want to marry Mrs. Trapp? Give me some change for this dollar, please. I've got to call my wife. As counsel for your fiancée, I'll do no such thing. She is not my fiancée. I don't even know her. Speak to Charlie. How dare you drag poor, innocent Charlie into this? Why, he suffers from sinus. <laughs> you must have game planning. Yes, don't bother me. Okay. Here's the roses, the audit for you, lady. Oh, please, thanks. Put them in water. We'll need them for evidence. Wait just a minute. As a card goes with us, it says, Thank you, darling, for ten wonderful years. May it always go on like this. I'll take that card, too. <laughs> That'll be ten bucks, Mr. Blanding. Will you be quiet? I'm trying to talk to my wife. You what? Well, oh, you lead an interesting life, don't you? <laughs> oh, Mr. Blanding, it is time I mean a business. I'm going to hit you with the coffee pot, you brute. Holy smoke, another one. Now, Mama, don't hit me with that coffee pot, I warn you. I wouldn't advise that. Go ahead, the suspense is killing me. Hit him. <laughs> now, Mama, this is what 
up at three in the morning. Tim, where were you? I was so worried about you. Oh, you're speaking to me now. Of course. Where were you? Well, never tell the children I was in jail. How dare you go to jail? Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't even let me use the telephone. You wouldn't have answered anyway. Of course I would. Hmm. Want me to tell you what happened? Yes, what happened? Well, Mama Macaroni hit me with a coffee pot. Then a fight broke up. Then everybody was bundled into the patrol wagon. There wasn't a seat left. I had to stand up all the way. <laughs> what a sordid story. Yes, it is, and I'm too tired to go on with it. Where were you? What a fine anniversary. Jim, the anniversary isn't until next week. Well, then, then what were you trying to remind me of last night? Your regular appointment to have your teeth cleaned. To... Oh. <laughs> Muriel, can't we do without this anniversary? I never want to see Mama Macaroni's again. Yes, we can do without it. But you better remember where we're supposed to dine alone together the week after next, and why. Why what? We celebrate getting engaged. Well, I thought that was what we were doing every year at Mama Macaroni's restaurant. No, that's when you proposed. Didn't you accept? I accepted a week later at the colony. Why haven't I known about this? Well, so you did. Every year on June 3rd, we dined at the colony. Well, I thought that was because we were celebrating your telling me about our going to have Susan. No, that's not until next month. <laughs> well, I thought the next month we celebrate your telling me about our going to have June. Oh, no, we celebrate that the month after next. <laughs> Do we have anything to celebrate after that? No, we start all over again at the beginning. <laughs> Terry Grant and Betsy Drake will be back with us in just a moment. This here report is brought to y'all by y'all. The kindly old southern detergent y'all add to your wall. Y'all just frozen and frozen and frozen and frozen and frozen and frozen till you're just about up your little old ears and toes. that we don't have an anniversary? Hmm? No, none that... Oh, yes. July. Well, well, Muriel, you mean you can't remember the big anniversary in July? Why, no, I... Well, that's when TWA celebrates its 22nd year of service across the country. Oh! Yes. Imagine, it once took 48 hours to fly from coast to coast. 
But this year, a TWA Constellation can fly from Los Angeles to New York in only nine hours and 40 minutes. Oh. Or from New York to London in less than half a day. So you can see what a big anniversary it is. Well, then, you ought to do something nice for your friends at TWA. What do you mean? Well, invite them all over to see the floor show at Mama Macaroni's restaurant. Well, now, there's no floor show there. Well, there will be when Mama hits you over the head with the coffee pot. Oh. <laughs> Good night, Muriel. Good night, Charlie. Same time, same station for Mr. and Mrs. Landing. Starring Gary Grant and Betsy Drake. Brought to you by Transworld Airlines. Across the U.S. and overseas, you can depend on TWA. Betsy Drake appears to the courtesy of RKO Pictures and David O. Selznick. Watch for the next Selznick release, Gypsy Blood. Starring Jennifer Jones and produced in Technicolor. Tonight's show is written by M. Winkle. Directed by Warren Lewis and transcribed in Hollywood. John Stanley speaking. Welcome back. There are so many radio shows that have episodes about married men forgetting their anniversaries. I think this is a nice change of pace because the idea is that Jim is so hypervigilant about not forgetting an anniversary or admitting to having forgotten an anniversary. And there are so many that are celebrated that he just defaults to assuming that. I do think that many couples will stop celebrating many of those smaller anniversaries as time goes on, particularly as you get further along into career and family and you just don't have time for all of those celebrations. Though I do wonder if for some people, some of the social media things like Facebook and it's uh, on this day reminders might keep some of these occasions going on a little bit longer. Now the writer listed is M. Winkle and that is actually a pen name for uh, Betsy Drake. During the golden age of radio, unless you were Orson Welles, the networks would not pay you as a writer and as an actor for the same episode. And with Wells, of course, that was just kind of his thing. But when other radio actors wanted to write a script for their programs, they would use a pen name. Bob Bailey did this when he wrote a Yours Truly Johnny Dollar episode as Robert Bainter. And I also suspect that he did this on several episodes of Let George Do It, which were credited to Lloyd London, which is an obviously fake name of someone who doesn't exist, but I haven't been able to confirm that it was Bailey for sure. But that was something that uh, actors had to do when they wanted to write scripts for their own series. And of course, we got to hear Alan Reed in this one uh, playing a role that's very reminiscent of the recurring role 
that he played on Life with Luigi as Pasquale, who ran an Italian restaurant. I also do want to let you know that we are nearing the end of this series. We only have a total of three more episodes left, and actually only one in the Cary Grant, Betsy Drake run of Mr. and Mrs. Blandings. And then after that, we will have a special for the late Tony Bennett with an old-time radio program he appeared in before going on hiatus until Thanksgiving. That will actually do it for today. If you do have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.